Welcome to the Red X Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Red X Podcast. My name is Andrew, and I am so excited for today's guest. I know I say that a lot, but this time I really, really mean it. He's an agent. He's a team lead, and he is the number one followed real estate agent on TikTok. If you haven't heard of him, please listen up, because today we are going to take a deep dive into methods and strategies that that uh, our friend here uses to create impactful, engaging content. Please welcome back to the show. Zach Faust. Zach, my man, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. I don't know how long that intro is going to last. There's a lot of people on my tail. A lot of people on the, uh, <laughs> a lot of people that have pierced the million veil. Trying to take your number one spot. How dare they? Yeah, man. It's all for them. They can take it. They can have yeah, it. I want, yeah, I want followers here right. in Delaware and we don't even have 1.6 million people. So <laughs> that's well, Hey, if you're, if you're, if you're TikTok following beats out the number of people in your state, you're doing something right. So it means we should be selling more homes. yeah uh maybe maybe branching outside of delaware a little bit i don't know uh hey that's in the that's in the cards more than you know right now nothing i can speak to but yes we're actively looking to get in the multi-state because there's so much opportunity and delaware's so daggone small right 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 well we're looking forward to seeing uh where that takes you zach before we get going with our amazing podcast today just a few items of business for the audience the usual good stuff um if you are joining us live remember that this is a participatory event if you have questions for our expert zach today please chime in in the comments even if you don't have questions say hi let us know where you're from we'll do our best to get those answered uh and as always like and subscribe on youtube facebook wherever you it are at down. yeah yeah you got it <laughs> and uh and yeah that's about it so zach let's get into it please. last time you were on the show you shared your journey into real estate getting into social media, some tactical tips like how to capture an audience's attention, some niche targeting tips, stuff about content creation and leveraging Red X, a lot of amazing advice. So if anyone hasn't seen that first episode that we did with Zach, please go check it out. It's in our YouTube. Um, But today I want to take a deeper dive into some of these specific methods and strategies that you use to create that compelling content, namely your ghost method that I've heard you talk about before, Zach. Um, So we'll get into that. But Let's warm up with just telling our audience about the importance of impactful storytelling, because that's what I love about following you on social media, Zach, is that you're always telling a story. You've always got a great hook. It's always going somewhere. It's not just meaningless. Let me get it out there. Content. It always has a bigger meaning, whether it's humor or information or education or whatever it is. Such good storytelling. So so let's get into that. um, The importance of of, of storytelling through social media. Well, we're always storytelling. Mm. If you're a business owner, you're definitely storytelling. If you're a salesperson, if you're a parent, I know <laughs> my daughter's about to be five. I know mm. storytelling and negotiating kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Right. Leverage a little bit of the imagination that <laughs> bedtime happen. But the uh, storytelling stinks when you're not good at it because mm. it's, it's very tough to be self-aware enough to realize it's what you need. 
There's a mm-hmm. lot of people that that will be hooked into a story around a, a brand like the way Anheuser Busch will get some beautiful horses in in front of their beer, and all of a sudden, alcohol's good. You know, <laughs> you know, eat fresh, yellow and green. Oh yeah, these subs right. are healthy. No, they're right. not. Like you know, branding yeah. can shift brand uh, stories behind brands can shifting so much. But when it comes to our own content, I think just as humans, we do this. But in the real estate industry, a ton, man. We just we can't put it into practice ourselves, and we end up sounding like robots, uh, like flyers with mouths. We're just talking about interest rates, and you know, we're doing funny memes, and occasionally, you know, doing like a like a motion, like a voiceless dance with some stuff that pops up. I, I don't know. There's right. a lot of different things that people are doing, but ultimately, if you're not putting your face, your voice, your brand in front of the camera and the microphone, it's not doing as much as it could. Right. Right. So you say story storytelling sucks when you're not good at it. For a newer agent who's maybe never even been on social media, what what's uh, advice do you have for them to to really get into storytelling, the art of storytelling to kind of ramp up and and get used to that, you know? Build that skill. That's a great question. I I love the idea of conscious consumption. That's like mm-hmm. my go-to for like anything I want to learn on social media, I'm going to go to the source. Like right. if I want to create a certain way, talk a certain way, like let's say there's someone who has an audience that mirrors one that I would have the interest of having in my area. Hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to watch their content. Like I'm watching the highlights or not the highlights, like the, the game footage from the opponent I'm about to have. Right. right. I, I'm watching this. Oh my goodness. I like took up my whole screen. Sorry. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. On my end, my face just went. Woo. Yeah, well, I was trying to blow you up a little bit to to get some good um, so, to get some good social storytelling clips later, and we want sure, you to high depth, sure. So. <laughs> um, where like watching it like you're watching game tape and watching mm. like why did they start their sentence that way? What about mm. this clip caught my attention? What about this clip mm. didn't get my attention? Like really deciphering the difference between the two. We, we consume so much content just kind of blindly. Yet if we actually like were self-aware about, you know, what made my thumb go from here to here? You know, what mm. made me go from mindlessly scrolling to looking up at the TV? What on the TV grabbed my attention? Like if you can start to learn the art of attention gaining, then you ultimately mm. are learning storytelling you, because that's okay. the ultimate form of, of attraction is a good story. Uh, yeah. So if you can really grasp why your attention is being pulled one way or another, and kind of hone it into your own version of it, like R&B it. Slowly but surely, you're going to pick up on these nuances that that you never thought of before. It's like it's like if you go to the gym for the first time, you're going to be like, all right, lift weight, drink water, don't eat fast food. Right. And then within two months, you know, you may be tracking on an app how much calorie intake you have and maybe eventually getting into making sure you're getting the protein and all of a sudden you're like okay this is arm day i do cardio beforehand and then within two years you know you're structured and like organized because you start picking up little nuances little Mm. tiny things like when you're benching it's not just lift weight up now it's like okay pin your elbows back make the feel like you're trying to bring your chest in together and Mm. like try to use your bigger muscle like you start to think differently so if you put yourself in front of the camera more and you tell more stories you're gonna get better at it right right absolutely that was me rambling too long but no 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 no. that's fine that's fine that's all that's all that's all great useful content 
Um, you got a little, you went a little bit low quality and you're a little laggy and blurry here, Zach. I'm wondering if something changed in your internet here. Yeah. Looking a little bit, mm. oh, a little blurry. We can hear you great. And that's all that really matters. So no worries. But um, okay. I can turn off the, here. I'll turn off the camera for now and just be a talking head for a second. Okay. You can take <laughs> great. 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 That's all right. Um, so that's great. Conscious consumption, right? Like, like even, even figuring out, and, and I love this idea of kind of dissecting the story of content that you're consuming to try and figure out how to present and tell your own story, right? Looking for examples of other people who do it. Um, all great advice. And, and I'm wondering, I, I was thinking about this yesterday as I was preparing for this podcast, Zach, is a lot of this storytelling and conscious consumption and a lot of what we're even talking about today has to do with social media, right? But I think that there's a storytelling aspect to conversations and relationships and the journey of helping someone buy or sell a house, right? Um, and I'm wondering if you can if you can maybe connect those dots and find any crossover there for our audience, because I think a lot of our audience, yes, they want to be on social media. They know they need to be on social media. They're probably working on it, but even if they aren't there yet, you know, let's tie in storytelling to the actual art of real estate, right? The art of storytelling, kind of more great. Can you hear me okay still? I just want to make sure I'm still coming in okay Yep, now. yep, I can hear you. Um, yep, you're good. With the art of storytelling and, and more good stuff, with the art of really, it's art, like I'm some kind of artist. I'm not, I'm still <laughs> learning it. The But grabbing attention is more so like the the granular part of storytelling um when you're in a house with a stranger who maybe you've had one phone call with in a home that you've never seen what's around the next corner a, a little bit of ability to build rapport on the fly is needed hmm. when you're showing that house to the person you you've literally only met online and now you're meeting them at a house sure. that doesn't have electricity for the first time at a property you've never seen before. It's never something right. your mom would have wanted you to do, but you you need to have the ability to build that relationship, to to speak in a way that they're going to hear you. Um, and there's a fine line between being salesy and being someone that's seen as a conversationalist and and someone that they actually want to be in the room with. And I think the fine line, honestly, is just one really a pattern which is you're, you're, you're smiling, you're listening, and you're mirroring. If you're doing those three things, mm -hmm. you can do that on repeat until you die, and a lot of people are going to be at your funeral. Like that, That's really the deal. And if, if you can actually back it up, and this is the crazy part, if you can back it up by actually giving a care about what they're saying, like honestly, like right. when you get to the point where you really, you honestly are asking questions because you really want to know the answers, you're really interested, that's next level. That's next level. If you get caught sleeping at the wheel, they'd be like, oh, this guy's just here to get my commission. But, you know, like that, that is the, the nitty gritty of it. And then you learn other people's stories and you're listening mm -hmm. to them. And storytelling is so much an art of listening to other people's stories. A lot of authors interviewed 200 people to put together their book. It's ultimately someone else's stories that they've stitched together. So the more that you're, you're ingrained into being open to what that person wants to mm -hmm. hear. Like so much content, we're making it for ourselves. If we focus on making the content for who we're trying to talk to, the listing appointment is about them, not us and selling the home, 
the buyer showing is about their journey and their first home, not us getting like, if we switch that perspective, everything changes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I love how you connected that because I mean, it, it kind of answered my own question where, where I think any agent who is anxious about getting on social media and doesn't know what story to tell on social media, they need to just think, oh, I'm already doing this in person. Sure. And that is way scarier to me, I'm sure to many people. So just take those storytelling skills, like you said, that you have and that you and implement when you're skills, in the house. And, and just all the skills. As I throw this Germex on my hand, hear, hear me out. When you go to Target, man, you don't go to Walmart. You're bougie. When you go to Target <laughs> or Whole Foods, all right, and someone comes up to you, right? Let's say you're a real estate agent. And someone came up to you and said, Andrew, how are you doing? You're like, Audrey. It's good. How's Jacob? Good, good, good. You know, I actually had a question. I'm good. I ran into you. You know, how's the housing market doing right now? Andrew, are you going to stop doing what you're doing right then there? Say, hold on, go to the bathroom, check your hair, make sure your voice don't sound weird. Make sure your clothes right, are on right. Yeah. The lighting's good. Make sure all that's, I've read my script over. I know exactly what, no, you're just going to answer the question mm. and you're going to be organic and you're going to be real and you're going to be yourself. Mm. And if you can somehow take that and put it in front of a camera, right? You win. You win. And and the the beauty of being able to have the same uh, skill set used on and offline is your your camera work and your your content creation strategy ultimately becomes your training field for the real world. Mm -hmm. Right? If you're creating content at scale. For people that need to know more about the real estate market, for people that are trying to buy, sell, get the best, whatever your, your niche is, and you're consistently learning on it so you can create content for it that's valuable and more valuable and more valuable. You keep raising the bar and raising the bar. You've basically had mental conversations and interviews with these people for days and days and days and years. So when mm. you finally meet them in person, of course the rapport is there. Of course they like you. Of course they feel like you know them before you even met because you have. You know their problems backwards and forwards and you already saw Solve them five times and then one with an with an attorney. Like yeah. you got it taken care of. Yeah, That's where content is a cheat code. Yeah, and I and I think I think it can go both ways. Where if you're if we're taking it back to our target conversation, right? Yeah. If you're worried about what to say on camera, you don't know what story to tell. Get in front of the camera and say, "I had the greatest conversation with someone at Target the other day. They asked me this question. Here's what I said." Put that out there. You know, if yeah. you're if you're already the expert, if you're already answering people's questions on the phone, in person, at parties, right. at open houses, just tell people that someone asked you that and that you answered. You know, and tell them how you answered it. Right? Like the the content is already there, um, the story is already there. I think I think it's easier than a lot of agents think it is to tell that story. Yeah, Glenda Baker is a perfect example of storytelling, and and she's one who talks about constantly. Her ability to break that code of being able to talk off camera the same way she talks on camera by right. simply looking off camera and talking to another person. And that's how she, and she, she tells stories just like that. I had a conversation with somebody. This is what happened two years back. This crazy thing. And looking off camera. And that's how. But you got to find a way to be the same person. Yeah. Because that's Absolutely. the same person showing up to the listing appointment. For sure. And one of our, our, our most loyal, uh, regular viewers, Amanda Smith, says that makes sense. We already do it a lot. We just need to capture it authentically on video. Yeah. Do Great it way to wrap that up, Amanda. Perfect. Well, that's excellent, Zach. I love that. Um, I, I, I think we could talk about this topic all day. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I want to get into the ghost method. So sure. if we can just do an abrupt change and get into this, um, you know, we're, we're, we're telling impactful, authentic stories, but 
maybe we need a method to actually create that content. Zach has the method. Sure. Yeah, just just a framework to think about. I think there's a couple different frameworks. Um, I think one is is in this ghost method, which really just means grab, hook, overview, storytell, target. And they're just five real keywords to think about when it comes to being in front of the camera. When that consumer is scrolling, you really need to grab grab them by the neck, by the throat. You need to get their thumb to get off the screen and go over here. You need to grip them up. There needs to be some reason, some piece of value that's really going to stop them. And that leads into your hook, which is really that first three to five seconds. Like mm -hmm. people call the first one to three seconds the hook. Nah, there's a lot of people you're not getting to the first second just to be really real all right so you got that hook now of this is your opportunity to convince them why they should continue to watch you have not earned them yet and that is where the hook comes in this is where your interesting unique perspective your probing question your outlandish transition some something that grabs that attention and it could be a consumer that's more laid back higher net worth maybe you're looking at something that's going to grab their attention and goes after their problem but whoever you're talking to, you need to address their problem in these hooks a lot of times because that's what's going to draw their attention in and attract the right viewer. With the overview of the subject, this is what comes after. You're, you're now giving a little overarching the subject. So if I were to say something like, you know, how would you disarm an entire generation economically? All right. Boom. Now I'm going to, that was my hook. Now I'm going to go into the overview. Well, I would start by putting interest rates at a point where you can't get into your first property. Meanwhile, driving up rent, keeping you at your family house and, you know, and go into the overarching of the subject. Then I would storytell. And that's the S the storytelling. The topic is what's going to keep them there. You can be factual and boom, bam, bop and bullet pointed all you want. If there's not a flow and, and almost like kind of a ride around with what you're talking about, you're not making it enjoyable to listen to. You're just going to be noise. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of noise. And storytelling can be, can be effective in a few different ways. One, questions. Ask questions along the journey of the storytelling because that's going to bring them into the story. Put them in their perspective. You say, well, you know, what, what would you do in a situation where this had happened? Well, I'll tell you what they did. You know, is, is a variation of how you can question into a story. But not just questioning. Making sure that when you're actually telling it, that you're telling it with precision, right. ums, ahs, even speaking fast can, can sometimes be signs of you don't really know 100% what you're talking about. So having clarity in your speech, and sometimes that means before you make that video, popping down four or five bullet points, not a script, but four or five bullet points that you're going to hit on that you know these, this is the format in which I need this delivered. I'm going to fill in the gaps. I'm a knowledgeable real estate professional who's done this over a hundred times. I know the steps, but I just want this little guide and outline. So with that storytelling, you can be extremely passionate and your passion can draw that consumer. And that works all the time. Strong emotion. That's like the cheat. If you just get really excited and then all of a sudden they're like, what are you excited about? Like, so, so storytelling can be done in a ton of ways. It's going to be different for every uh, video, but you get better every time you do it. And of course, every video needs to have a target. And that's mm -hmm. the T. There, there needs to be a reason why you even made it. And I strongly, I strongly advise your target's engagement, all right? Because ultimately, we, we want them either entertained, engaged, or enraged. And that's my funny way of saying, you know, we, we want them to be, feel like, you know, emotional or, you know, polarizing topics, one right. side or the other. Um, and the, I say engaged is the easiest one to go to because if we're aiming for engagement, then that means we're aiming after a community. 
entertainment is a dime a dozen. You can make a meme, you can follow a trend, you can follow some little viral, what have you, and you can get some views. But did you gain following around what you do that makes you money and builds your wealth and your career? If you didn't build that, then it doesn't really matter. I know it matters a little and I get it. I've been there, but virality doesn't treat you really well. And it's going viral consistently in a subject that you don't profit off of definitely doesn't do you well. And there's a lot of people in this industry, don't be, don't be fooled, that are making content for other realtors. And they're not, they've forgotten who they're even making the content for. They're just trying to impress right. their industry. So make sure you know what your target is. Who's this for? Why is it for them? And will they engage? Will they be entertained? Or will they possibly be enraged by this and generate even more engagement? I love that. I love that. And, and, and I love this ghost method because I think kind of tying back into what we were talking about earlier, it makes, um, it makes a lot of the intention and the intention behind the impact behind the story. Um, it, 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 it really gives some structure and meaning to the whole thing rather than what we hear a lot and which I don't think is necessarily a bad way to get started, which is just get in front of a camera and post anything. Right. I don't think that's necessarily bad advice, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I think think a great, my, my favorite piece of advice, I, I actually came up with this on the fly and then someone started doing it. And all of a sudden now it's like, okay, cool. That's a great idea. You can take the G and the H out of, of the ghost method. And like, let's say you want to make a post about the housing market and what's going on. Well, look up hashtag housing market or just go on TikTok and look up the housing market. The SEO on TikTok is great. Find a video that's doing really well in the last week or so on that. See what they're talking about and then hit the share button or the more button. And then there's a button you could stitch it and you could stitch the first five seconds of their video and then have your own opinion. And you basically have given yourself a, a guaranteed you have proof this hook works. Like you're not going to pick a video that doesn't have 300,000 likes. You're going to pick one that has a lot of engagement and then boom, you have a guarantee that, okay, this drove into entertainment. Let me put my opinion on the other side. So then you can just boom, jump right into overview storytell and be an opposing, uh, oftentimes being an opposing voice is the best because then you're going to get the enraged section in the comments. You have the people from sometimes from that person arguing with you and vice versa. And don't go out there to set fires. You're not the joker, but make right. sure that you're actually believing what you're saying. But if you can take on a hook and utilize it and you know you have proof it's already worked, I love that. Hmm. I love that. And it works. So a couple a couple questions coming to mind here. One, does the hook always have to be a question or can it be a statement, a declaration? Yeah. So, or, or are questions just the most something. effective kind of hook? Hooks can be a lot of different things. I think hooks can be like for say like a cliffhanger. Like mm-hmm. I remember like watching Lost back in the day and you know that yeah. back when TV shows only came out once a week and you know end of an episode or hell end of a season I would just sit there and I'd be like all right yeah I'm going to wait 8 months until this comes back out and I'm going to think about it every day until then. I was hooked. I want more. Uh, yeah. I was going to watch the next I was going to watch the next episode no matter what no matter how much I hated it toward the end I was still going to watch and I was right. hooked. Had nothing to do with short-term intention span. Uh, it had everything to do with my relevance to the content, and how much I wanted more of it. So I think that that really needs to be your barometer when you're making a hook. Is like on a scale of one through ten, how much do I? Ab- if I was watching this, like maybe scale one through five, if I watched this hook, how much would I 
absolutely have to stick around. Like one being, this is the worst thing ever. I'm scrolling immediately. Five being, there's no right. way I can scroll away. I'm going to literally put my phone down and put my hands like this, like, and rate it and be honest with yourself. Yeah. Because that that's, that's, that's it. And like with that, with that hooking of the, just, I, I need to know what's going to happen next could be, I, there was this one example. I want to give a good example. I wish I could give the link for it. There was a person who made a video and it was on a meme page. She had paid to have her listing video put on a meme page. And at first I didn't even know I was watching a listing video because it just said what they found in the backyard changed the neighbor's life or something like that. And so I'm okay. sitting there watching it and then they're like, okay, through the living room. Okay. Then they're upstairs. Oh, look, this nice bedroom. Okay. Let's get to the outside. And that's getting <laughs> to the point where it's just about to get outside. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse, but I literally said, <laughs> I said, flipper. I just watched a listing video. Damn it. They got me. <laughs> I was like, that's great. That's a great 500 bucks. You just spent on that, on that. Yeah. Page. And then in the back, in the backyard, it was like, it was, I forget what it even was at this point. I don't even remember. It was like a year back, but I remember that that's a thought or that's a, a style that could be. Sounds like they you know, enraged you a little bit there, Zach. It, it did enrage me a little bit just <laughs> from the marketing perspective. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, I forget exactly when I'd watch that one, but there's, that's an example of like, you can hook people in a multitude of ways. Mm. Um, you know, I had a video that I really wanted to talk about why the housing market was in its current state. Mm. What's going, why are prices this high? Why is affordability so tight? Why does Gen Z feel like they'll never own a home? Well, let's, right. I want to break this down, but I don't want to sound like a realtor. Sure. So I started the video saying, you know, you remember when that guy bit that bat and they told us all to go home for two weeks, it turned into two years, and then they started sending us money. Remember that? I remember, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and that's how I started the video. I said, you know, and over that time, they would print 36% of our economy, and that's not good. Plus 60% of the U.S. dollars that are currently in circulation were printed within the last five years. That's not good. So because of this inflation, affordability has done X. And that has caused home prices to do this. Mm. And that's why they've risen interest rates to hope home prices go here, but it's not working. So they're just trying to continue to go up until one day, maybe it comes down and like not Barney style explaining it, but starting it with a story that locks them in that everyone could agree on. Mm, right. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Everyone's on the same page. And, but at the same time, just like you said at the beginning of this, you said, Zach, all your videos, they always have a point there at the end. There's always something mm. there, you know? It gets to the point, but you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I know what you're talking about. I'm with you. What are we talking about here? And it's not till like second 13 that I've even brought up the subject of inflation. Right. And at this point, I've already, uh, I've already sent a lot of signals to TikTok that, hey, people like this video. It's, it's going to go out to more people. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's great. And, and um, I think another question I had that, that popped up earlier when you were talking about the comments, right? Enraging people, yeah. getting them to go to the comments. How, how heavily do you engage with the comment section? How actively do you respond to enraged people? How actively do you, like you said, don't defend yourself, but stand up and, you know, no, have I'm never or, defending myself. Never. Defending right. right. Myself. But, but, but how often yourself. do you get in there and, and respond to comments and interact with these people? Or do you just kind of leave them alone? All the time. Love okay. it. Uh, especially as the admin profiles, because we have our loft admin profiles for sure. sure. Uh, no, they deserve a response. And oftentimes it's, it's always an empathetic response. 
but sure. especially if they're in then that enraged state. But a lot of times what we're speaking on, and, and that's the other thing about it, is what we're speaking on oftentimes is factual. Mm. Like I'll speak factually about the housing market at this point can't crash in on itself. If it were to crash, it has to be from some third-party variable because based off simple supply and demand, we're not anywhere near a formula where that could cause a crash. There would have to be student debt, war, mass unemployment, some other factor. Um, and that's what I say. And then people will be in the third, well, the, the housing, I can't afford a house. That, that's not fair. I'm like, you're right. Doesn't, doesn't change the facts. Yeah, I understand that 84% of Americans right now that are in the age of like 35 can't afford a home. I get that. Right. It sucks. That's stupid. And renting is almost more expensive in most areas. Mm-hmm. So it, it is tough. And so the empathetic storytelling is so important right now. You, you mm-hmm. can't just sit there and talk about interest rate this and oh we can refi later and oh well it's going to get better and oh well prices will just go up later like cool a lot of people you're talking to literally are just thinking about how they're going to pay their electric bill yeah yeah and and, and that 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 talk about well you should buy instead of rent they're like f yeah sorry right. no, <laughs> but, <good>. <laughs> but essentially that's what they're they it, it, it sucks because you may be coming from a good place of, of really trying to inform people if you may have not thought of it from this perspective it could be a good thing right all they're hearing is buy with me buy with me commission commission buy like that's all they're hearing so the empathy is so big yeah and 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 does that empathy ever cross into like you saying well i know it seems like you can't afford a house right now do you want to explore your options? Maybe of you course, can, of, of course, because because to me it seems like the comments is maybe where you get some lead gen, you get some you know potential prospects. Well, even right? in the video itself, if we're talking about like you know where 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 price points are at right now, or you know the difference mm. between the eight percent rate of two thousand versus the eight percent rate of today, okay, the home price was one twenty then. All right, that's the difference. Mm. So like we're talking about you know there's a lot of lenders. No offense to the lenders on that they're like oh well credit card are 24%. Okay, well the credit card debt's 2000, not right. 400,000. Right. There's a difference. Yeah. So so but posts like that don't come off empathetic. Sure. But if you come at it from the other direction of right now interest rates are nuts. They're crazy. This is something that is affecting so many people and on top of inflation is making it dagger on impossible for some. But or I'm sorry for most, but for some it could still make sense and hear me out on if this is your scenario where credit cards are, you know, are stacked up and you're getting a recurring interest debt of more than like 2000 every month. You're just having to, you know, slap every single month and hope it goes away. Let's talk about a refi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have a higher monthly payment of $1,500 more, but you're not going to have this for like, OK, cool. Empathetic conversation leading to a solution for the right person. Right. But flip it. Start with empathy. Don't end with empathy because then they don't mm-hmm. get to the empathy. Mm. they'll stop reading before they get to the empathy or their minds made up and they frame your empathy as salesmanship. I was about to say that I was about to say when, when empathy comes last, you just come across with sales breath. Absolutely. Because you've already framed the conversation. If you frame with empathy, it's seen with empathy. I love that. Absolutely. Excellent. Zach. Well, well, we're running low on time here. Um, and, and we've gone through so much amazing content today. Um, you know, the, the, the ghost method of how to create this, this compelling content and, and how to be an impactful storyteller, any last thoughts or any, uh, you know, last, uh, nuggets of gold you want to leave here with our audience today? Just, just start shooting. If you're, if you, if you haven't started content at this point, um, you probably have nowhere to, no idea where to start. Right. Um, and frankly, I don't envy you. 
because yeah. it's a pretty intimidating thing to look at. Um, I, I would strongly, strongly consider partnering up with someone who's going to take a lot of the weight off your shoulders, like sure. a Red X, like a coach, like a Tristan or someone like that, mm. um, who can come in and assist you in that world. I have a group coaching for 75 bucks a month for those people, those to mm. intermediate. Um, not okay. plugging that, but I'm just saying find your people and align right. with them to help you get there. And if you're in the status where you are posting content, you just want to be like, hey, I want to make content that's going to generate clients, then let me tell you right now, empathy in this time is going to build you so much brand share over the next six to eight months. It's going to be crazy. Mm. If you hear six to eight months and you're like, Zach, if I don't have a check between that, I, I might not make it that long. Then I'm telling you right now, direct content. And this is for only the people stuck around this long, but direct content. We're going through a challenge right now with our team, seven listings in 30 days. And one of the big pieces of that challenge is a hundred audio DMs and a hundred video DMs going out within that 30 day period. Wow. And I'm telling you right now, those video DMs, whew, tell me you shoot a 30 second video for a hundred people and you don't generate a listing with a listing generating script. You're, you're, something is drastically wrong if you don't. Right. Um, so, so the direct one, the one video too is great. If you already got a great team, think about transactional videos that explain the process before people have questions or make mistakes. If you've already done that, think about pre-listing appointment content. Think about long form YouTube with like lists, top seven, this top five, that, but yeah, we can go on forever. Amazing. Amazing. Well, let's go it's on fun. forever on another episode. We're definitely going to have to have you back, Zach. We always, we always dive into such amazing topics. Um, so thank you, Zach. Thank you for, for, for joining us today and sharing, thank sharing you. all this with us today. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. And to our audience who is still with us or who is catching the replay of this, thank you for joining. If you want to go see all of these methods and tips and strategies in action, please go check out Zach's TikTok. Zach, where can they find that? What is your TikTok handle there? Yep. Instagram and TikTok, Zachary Lofton. Zachary Loft. I'm going to put it here in the comments for everyone in the, in the chat. So go check that out. Um, again, for hundreds, I'm sure, of, of amazing examples of how to implement the ghost method, how to be an impactful storyteller, how to en entertain and en en engage and enrage your audience, um, and ultimately build that strong social media presence um, um, like Zach has done. So Zach, thanks you again. Uh, thank you again to everyone else. Uh, please join us every Thursday at uh, same time, same place, 1.30 Mountain Time um, here uh, on YouTube or on Facebook. If you want to subscribe to the podcast and get $150 off signing up for Red X, scan the QR code that's on your screen right now or go to the redx.com slash podcast and uh, we'll get you that deal and get you updated on our weekly episodes. So Zach, thank you again. Everyone else, thanks for joining. We'll see you next time.